This is Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast for Bethlehem Baptist Church's South Campus in Lakeville, Minnesota. Are you interested in learning more about our church? Well, there's a website, Bethlehem.Church. Mad props to Andy Lang for securing that one back in the day. Good job, man. At Bethlehem.Church, you can go to Bethlehem.Church forward slash south to learn more. Dave. Yep. Have you ever been to Arrowhead Bible Camp in Wisconsin? I have not. Is there but someone I have a friend? Yeah, that is there someone else it. on staff that has been there previously? Yep. Nick Rowan uh, was the he went there all the time growing up and then he was their I think I think their operations director there for 4 years. That's what he was doing before he came to Bethlehem College and Seminary. Mm. He was a camp guy. He was a camp guy, and he always brought uh, their whole staff to the Desiring God Pastors Conference back when he was at the camp. Ah, cool. So that was his exposure. That's how he found out about BCS. Cool. Which led to him leading worship at BCS, which led to me, led to me grabbing him and bringing him to Albert Lee, and now he's here with us. Providence. Did you ever put any of his musical skills to work at Camp Arrowhead for any purposes? <laughs> Do you, I, I don't know if this is a leading question. It, uh, it might be. Well, he did. Um, I'm sure he did in more conventional ways as well through worship and things like that. But if you were to go on YouTube, he did make some uh, music videos We'll just let those be... For the campers at Arrowhead. Yeah, um, we'll just let those be a teaser for somebody to uh, go do some some hunting. Some digging. Some digging. If you find them, don't be afraid to share them on your social media feed. Yes, it's true. So I bring up Arrowhead, <laughs> Camp Arrowhead. Uh, why, Dave? Are we going to... Like, is something coming up at Camp Arrowhead that hopefully... Leaders at our church will be partaking in sometime in the next couple of months, maybe. <laughs> yes, it's funny these questions you ask me um, that you know. Yeah, we're we're gonna try to do an elder and wives retreat to uh, to there. Now in, wait, yeah. Dave. When you say retreat, retreat, is that Bethlehem ease for an all day meeting in a room with no windows? Well, my wife wouldn't come for that. <laughs> So <laughs> it, better, it, it better not be. No, okay. we're it's gonna be actual actual fellowship and time together, hanging out, getting to know each other, building uh building relationships. So How's I'm, your sure, I'm sure we'll do some devotional yeah. and, and some worship together and prayer together, but not not like meeting all day. How's meeting. your backhand in ping pong? I used to play a lot of ping pong in college, but I'm I I'm not great. Okay, I'm not great. Are you good? good? I'll be able to beat you at something then. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm not great, but we'll see. Maybe it'll just be an ugly an ugly battle. It's true. Ugly like battle. Street ball. Street ping pong. Street, <laughs> street pong. Street pong. There we go. It works. <laughs> well, this is Friday before Holy Week. Yeah. Um, and we thought we'd do a podcast about Holy Week. Uh, earlier in uh, the year, at the beginning of the Lenten season, there was a guide that we published um, for Lent, mainly written by Nick and you, Dave, and yep. then with some contributions by myself and some other 
staff members at South. So we thought a podcast just highlighting Holy Week and reminding everybody the various days and aspects to it and what we at Bethlehem are doing on Holy Week and encouraging you to come would uh, yeah, be a benefit to everybody listening. So Dave, why Holy Week? What is Holy Week? Yeah, Holy Week's part of the part of kind of the church calendar and it's really uh it's it's actually one of my favorite weeks of the year. Uh, last year during COVID, it was so strange because we couldn't meet, and so I, I think uh, on Facebook I actually did a like a a walk through every day of the week. Right. Um, and it's one of my favorite weeks just to enter into the story of the the suffering and leading up to the crucifixion, and then obviously the resurrection of Christ. So I just find it a helpful time to kind of recenter my heart on the greatest week, most important week of the most important moment in all of history and uh, until the day Jesus comes back, obviously. So I, I just find it a helpful kind of recentering of my heart. Again, we talked about it with Lent, just another rhythm to really dive in deeper to the story. Yeah, so Nick and I, we wrote kind of the, I wrote the introduction and the transitions and I wrote, I think, three or four of the weeks um, the devotionals from the Lord's Prayer, and then Nick wrote the other devotionals from the Lord's Prayer. And then we recruited um, a bunch of other folks to write this Holy Week. And it, I was just, uh, as, I, as they were coming in, I'm excited to read them again, actually, just blown away by the devotionals written for every day of the week, looking at the life uh, of Jesus. So I'm I'm... I'm excited if, if people enter into it with that guide. I think they'll be blessed. and um, Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's always a highlight of the highlight of the year for me. What about you? What do you think of what's exciting to you about Holy Week? Yeah. I mean, Easter has always been, Resurrection Sunday has always been, in so many ways, the highlight, a crescendo of the year. Like Christmas feels like a kind of a, uh, settle in with family, kind of a slow wind down to the calendar year. Yeah. Um, not necessarily a, a crescendo, yep. but in some sense because of Advent. But you come to Easter and, uh, you know, has been the case for a while now where we, we really do set up on Palm Sunday and then Monday, Thursday in previous years, but now Good Friday, um, the anticipation of the resurrection of Christ and the remembrance of that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like uh, Easter, Easter tide that comes after that as the build up to Pentecost um, is really like a, together with, you know, it's spring, um, a highlight of the year and a remembrance of all things are becoming new. And indeed all things will Amen. be new yep. someday yep. Um, in a lot of ways. So it has long been a, a celebratory thing. I think for Christians everywhere, but my family, I think particularly, feels it. So we reference the the Lent guide. Um, Dave, how can you get access to the Lent guide if you're listening to this podcast? <laughs> it's uh, it's online somewhere, um, or <laughs> <laughs> it's I, online. Somewhere. I have it. I have it bookmarked. Um, I bookmarked it from my own email back when it first came out, and so I just go to my bookmark. Um, yeah, you could email us if you want access to the Lent Guide and you want to read the Holy Week devotionals. You could probably just type it in on the website. Uh, yeah, or yeah. if you want a physical copy, we've got, we, we're able to print physical copies as well. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if you, uh, if you 
are at South Campus and you're on the regular mailing list. There was an email that went out February 17th, South Campus Lent Guide for 2021. It's got a link in there to a PDF. Yep. And then there's also a, an intro video there about why oh, Dave yeah. and Nick yep. you know, wrote this. And did some, Remember that intro video? I do now. Were you, you standing when you did that intro video? I think so. Were you swaying? Dave, probably. Probably I'm swaying, always swaying. Swaying back and forth. You make fun of me for my swaying yeah, regularly. I mean, I do it too, but yeah. I mean, let's be honest. So, yeah, More noticeable when you're a little bit taller, probably. What, what are you saying, Dave? He's got this smirk on the other side of the room. Well, that's fine, Dave. Hey, one resource, uh, moving on, uh, one resource that I really like where this kind of idea, so I started doing this devotional at Sojourners uh, for kind of the daily devotional for Holy Week, and that kind of is what led ultimately to, to the Lent Guide this year. But the, the resource that I read every single year, actually, is by Andreas Kostenberger yeah. and Justin Taylor. It's called The Final Days of Jesus, The Most Important Week of the Most Important Person Who Ever Lived. And they just walk through day by day what was happening, what was going on. And so that's kind of that's kind of where this idea sprang from when I originally uh, saw this book. I probably saw it five, six years ago now. And I read it every year, and I just recommend it to people. It helps me worship, helps me enter into the week in a similar way that this guide will help you as well. But you really give away a free copy of that book, Dave? Sure. Oh, next year. Well, I, I mean... Hurry up offense. You, yeah, you uh, better hurry. Better hurry. I'll, I'll reimburse you for a Kindle version. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that works. So let's walk through Holy Week, and I'll reference a little bit the actual Lenten guide and just some sure. preview um, of it. So Holy Week begins on Palm Sunday. Yep. What, why I call it Palm Sunday, Dave? Well, because Jesus came in to Jerusalem on a baby donkey, and they laid palms down uh, saying Hosanna, that he was the king, the king that was coming. And uh, and so they call it Palm Sunday. We, I mean, we typically, actually, again, another... I guess another COVID casualty, as Nick called it this morning, is we, normally this Palm Sunday we would have kids walking in with palm branches, I think. Yeah, yeah. We're not doing that this Sunday, but that's the that's where the basic idea comes. It's the king's triumphal entry into Jerusalem. Yep, yep, yeah. A humble, lowly, unexpected king in that regard, and yep. yet yep. Um, truly acclaimed, truly seen, even though the rulers... Um, did not want that sort of king. Yep. They wanted a Saul, not a David. That's right. In so many ways. So on Palm uh, Sunday, um, Stacy Thorpe wrote a, uh, a devotional called The Unfolding Plan of Salvation. Um, it's a great little devotional from Mark chapter 11. Hmm. And Holy Monday, Holy Monday, we're reminded of the, the cleansing, or perhaps better, the cursing Mm-hmm. of the temple so and Jesus, the fig tree yeah so i'll unpack that a little bit like what happens on monday yeah uh you know we see jesus kind of take a little peek in the temple uh on palm sunday he takes a peek on the temple into the temple and sees what's going on and then monday he curses both the fig tree and the temple which actually i'd encourage people to go back and listen to pastor jason's sermons in Mark on this because he did a really good job of showing how what Jesus was doing was saying this this old system 
is is done. It's going to wither away, and the new has come. And so Jesus is entering in and cursing, saying, "This is this is done with this fig tree in this temple." Um, both, you know, metaphorically and then you know literally, he's here. The yeah. new king is here. Yeah. yeah. And on Holy Monday, I've got a devotional uh, called "The Heart of God for the Nations" because yeah. Jesus' words are. Um, you know, my house shall be a house of prayer for all the nations, yep. but you've made it a den of robbers. Mm-hmm. So what is that getting at in Jesus' allusion to Old Testament texts um, or indeed quotation of Old Testament yeah. texts? What is that about? Um, we, we talk about that on Monday. Then on Holy Tuesday, um, Tuesday is a uh, um, kind of a pause in the, mm-hmm. the middle of the... Uh, the week, but it is a, a moment where in all of the synoptic Matthew, Mark, Luke gospels, um, we see Jesus in the temple making prophetic predictions about things in regards to the temple. What's that about Dave? Yeah, it, it's just one, well, you just, you basically laid it out. I don't know what you want me to add, except that he's, he's teaching. He's, yeah. he's kind of his final teaching about, Hey, here's what, here's what's coming. Uh, here's what's going on. I mean, he's he's both predicting the future and interpreting the present for them. Hey, here's yeah. what's happening. Here's who I am, and here's here's what's to come. And he obviously creates some waves with the, yeah. some of the rulers that are listening. Right. Well, I mean, so if he curses the temple mm-hmm. the day before, and then the next day he predicts the destruction of the temple yep. that would come about yep. three and a half decades later yep. or so, this is a complete upending of everything, of everything yep. in, in the Jewish, Jewish and, world, Jewish and, system. And you can you can feel the story, the, the tension in the story rise as he keeps saying things that, <laughs> like you said, threaten the whole system. Yep. Yep. Holy Tuesday uh, in the devotional uh, is written by Bruce Power, Elder Bruce Power. Um, just a great devotional. Again. Uh, pointing towards Jesus' words to his followers about what to do in light of uh, the end of ages that they're living in. Then on Holy Wednesday, um, the we remember, uh, or it's called sometimes Spy Wednesday, mm-hmm. we remember that there is a conspiracy, that the leaders were not going to continue to endure um, these pronouncements by Jesus, but actually conspired with one of Jesus's own disciples, one of the apostles, mm-hmm. uh, Judas, mm-hmm. to betray him. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that particular day, Wednesday, um, there's a devotional written by Holly Nelson, our new minister for women's ministry mm-hmm. at South. Just a reminder of um, both the hatred of Jesus, but yet the love of Jesus in return. Mm-hmm. Um, in so many different ways for Judas and indeed the leaders and the Romans that would kill him. And then on Monday, Thursday, yeah. uh, April 1st this year, what do we remember about uh, the Holy Week on Monday, Thursday? Dave? Well, Thursday gets busy. So there's uh, the, the Passover preparations. There's the Last Supper. There's the farewell discourse in John. There's uh, Jesus predicting Peter's denial of him. Uh, there's the Garden of Gethsemane where Jesus is is praying uh, with his disciples, and they're not 
listening. Um, so that takes us kind of into the middle of the night Thursday, but th- it's the day when he he's uh, he's he's preparing right. He, he's having a Passover. He's saying, "Hey, this I'm going to make this new. Now this is going to be about my body and my blood, and I'm going to drink this with you the next time I see you in the in the new heavens and new earth." And he's taking them to pray. He's praying to his Father, preparing himself for what's to come in the praying for us praying for those who will believe yeah, yeah um that are not around then and preparing to accomplish his mission and he's uh yeah so so it's it is a lot going on and, and it ends with him sweating drops of blood falling yeah. on the ground yeah. praying not my will but yours be done in the garden yeah. and then getting up at the sound of the soldiers coming in years gone by, when we do a Monday Thursday service, which was the tradition here for a long time, for moving to a Good Friday service, we close the service um, and walk out in silence. I think we still do that on Good Friday. Yeah, uh, kind of an amalgam. We do both. Yep. Um, in a lot of ways, about a Thursday and a Friday together. A Monday Thursday, uh, April first. There's a devotional by Rachel Divig from John chapter thirteen. Hmm. Um, and then pointing out some of the other things found throughout the Gospels in terms of some of what you even just shared, yep. uh, Dave. So, uh, And then Good Friday, we remember the crucifixion of Jesus. Um, that's obviously the very centerpiece. Uh, you know, the entire Friday, Saturday, Sunday from crucifixion to burial to resurrection, what we believe is the very centerpiece of human history. Chris Bruno wrote the devotional for Friday um, based on Matthew 27 and just a, a remembrance of Jesus, the, the entire event of Jesus' torturing, mockery, and then ultimately death and the deep humility and humiliation that he endured. And then last, uh, Silent Saturday, not a day that gets a lot of press. No. What happened on Silent Saturday, Dave? Basically, uh, the leaders post a guard (laughs) at the tomb to try to make sure no one comes and steals the body, I guess, because they knew Jesus had said he was going to rise from the dead. So they post quite a big guard outside the tomb. Which is kind of crazy in light of what happens later and all the confrontations with Jesus' followers and the leaders, yep. they know the body is gone. Yep. They know it must be gone by supernatural means. Yep. No mere person or people could have come and done all that took place. Right. And yet they continue to resist. Yep. Um, stunning in a lot of ways. Silent Saturday, there's a devotional there um, that Nate Metcalf, uh, my ministry assistant for uh, middle school discipleship, you know, does with Matthew 27 as well. Hmm. And just uh, a remembrance of what Satan was attempting to do in unbelief and what God was preparing to do in the victory of the resurrection. Mm. So looking forward to these days, man. They're good. Yeah. What are you preaching on on Palm Sunday? Acts. Oh, that's right. What text? Acts Acts 8, 8, 4 4 to 25. So it's, it's kind of an ironic text because Palm Sunday is all about Jesus entering in in triumph on Palm Sunday. And what we see in Acts 8 is the church being scattered out of Jerusalem yeah. in persecution. Yeah. So what are we, what are you preaching on on Easter? 
Acts 8. Oh. Okay. <laughs> which, which is the Ethio- the story of the Ethiopian eunuch. Okay. And uh, and Philip running up, and we get to see Isaiah oh, 53. So we get to see Isaiah 53, the story of Christ, and we get to see what prevents me from being baptized. baptized. And then there's going to be baptisms. Yep. That's great. Maybe great we should text. do the baptisms after the text. Sure. That'd be okay. great. All right. I'll tell Nick. You said that. Good. Great. Great. Anything <laughs> else about Holy Week you'd say, Dave? Come. Uh, there's a good Friday service on Friday night. We'd love to have you there. We'll, there'll be a devotional and there'll be somber worship. And I think we're going to take communion together Friday night and Sunday that week. Uh, so love you to come Friday night. Love you to be there Sunday so come, come, you know, invite your invite your neighbors, register your neighbors, have them come and hear the gospel, and um, we're we're eager to celebrate the Lord's resurrection. It's a it's a sweet time. One more reminder, just logistically, there is no Wednesday connection oh, next right. week yep. because of the Good Friday service instead. Wow, we hope to see you all throughout Holy Week, Blood Pot family. Thanks for joining me today, Dave. See you. <laughs>